<laughs> best church like sign I've ever seen. They're like, we may not be Dairy Queen, but we have the best Sundays. You're like, oh. Hey. <laughs> he, Austin is a really great place for the essays to be held this year and to get the public. I'm bummed to not go. I know. Stupid wedding. Right, we're recording again. Oh, hello. Hi, guys. So... Everything is awful. <laughs> Everything, Everything sucks when you rely on tech. Hi. <laughs> the look on your face. <laughs> well. <clears throat> hi. Welcome back to the Go Dig a Hole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where um, we totally did not have an awesome hour long conversation. No, yeah. it never happened. <laughs> we, well, at least we didn't go the full, like, The full hour minutes. and a half? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Okay. So we just finished a wonderful conversation like it was so good we i promise you we had the best really one of the best podcast episodes we've done yet mm -hmm. and it was the first call-in guest in what like two and a half years yeah that sounds about something accurate. like that it was with lewis bork about his puebloan rebels of the southwest field school mm -hmm. and he's still taking applications yeah till the end of april beginning of may yes mm -hmm. um however uh, the uh, the program that we used to record this crashed on us and we lost the whole thing. Whole thing. No snippets. I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, the Patreon's active again. Woo! <laughs> that worked. <laughs> yeah, that's a good segue, right? Uh, <laughs> so, uh... This episode is just to let you know that uh, we're we're still making episodes. <laughs> we're still here. We are none of still us here. have died. Yeah, no. none of us have died yet. Uh, this, <laughs> and we it, it would really be helpful to like make sure we don't do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Send us money. <laughs> yeah. Donate to the Patreon now. We do really cool stuff. Yes. Um, my ribs were broken. Uh, yeah, how's that? Yeah, so how, should we how things, other they... things that are broken? <laughs> other things that were broken. I feel good. Um, I'm I'm not in like pain anymore. It's just kind of like you know, like when you you when you feel like like your ribs knit, and it's just mm -hmm. really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of how I feel like all the time right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> how did you How did you break it again? <laughs> or or, or is do that you... I've not seen that actually posted, so I don't know if that is. Well, yeah, is do that we want to talk about this again? Yeah, we can we can talk about it. Uh, it's more just an injury to my uh, pride. Um, <laughs> you know how like in your thirties. Yes, you're you telling Tia. Yeah. Really, really dumb injuries. Yeah, I, I totally you. know that. Um, I have a few. So I was I was playing with Artie, mm -hmm. uh, the giant puppy. Um, and I, so I was running with <laughs> wool socks around the island in the kitchen on wood floors. And mm. I went to take a corner around the kitchen island real fast. And my feet just went right out from under me. And I hit my chest on oh. the corner of the uh, quartz countertop. So Ooh. on the Moe's Hardness scale, quartz <laughs> is harder than ribs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> really? Checks out. Does it? Does it scratch? Does it make it? <laughs> <laughs> it broke. <laughs> so, Not the count. Ah, damn. Yeah. So and, and it was also like you know it's like I'm 35. Like 
it took me a few days to realize it was broken because yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe I'm just like, it was a dumb injury. Like, maybe it was it, a bad it, bruise. Yeah, it yeah. hurts. It's normal for this to hurt. Like, that was a really stupid thing for mm-hmm. me to get hurt doing. Um, and it just like the pain kept getting worse. Yeah. Until it got to the point where I was like worried that like one of my lungs had collapsed or something Ooh. like that. And I was like, it just like, it hurt to breathe. Yeah. I couldn't move. I couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't like it's now been almost a month and I've like, I've been sleeping terribly for almost a month just cause I can't like get comfortable. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, but you know, it was like, I I went to the doctor and got x-rayed and stuff and and they looked at it and they're like, yep, it's, it's broken. And I was like, what, what do I do? And the doctor goes, nothing, (laughs) (laughs) literally nothing. Like it didn't displace the bone. So I I don't have like pneumothorax or any danger of that. Didn't puncture the lung. Uh, don't have collapsed lungs, uh, I hope. And <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They they took like the O2 sensor thing, and they were like, "Nah, your your O2 is fine." Um, so yeah, it just it just hurt, and it yeah. just made like everything really inconvenient. And I can't pick a lot of things up. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. like today, it, it was also one of those things where it's like I sit here with you all for like an hour and a half, and I just like talk and giggle the whole time. And I was <laughs> I was just like, I haven't been able to laugh for almost oh, a month just internal worst. you're just going <laughs> no like i watched <laughs> i watched like jojo rabbit have you all seen that that movie is fucking genius on the I list for this so never funny. Heard of it. i, I would know. plug it if it wasn't like an oscar warning thing and it doesn't need to <laughs> yeah, be plugged but that shit's amazing <laughs> taika watiti is a god yeah so like i was <laughs> yeah, watching sorry. it and i just like i was like holding my chest and i had to like pause the movie and like walk into another room and i was like no no <laughs> I, no, I can't watch this right now. And it's like, I would like randomly read like onion headlines about just like all the absurd shit that's going on in our world right now. Mm-hmm. And I would just start like cackling, but then I would like, you know, like hurt real bad. Um, so it's, it's good that I haven't had to be in the studio with you all for a little bit. Uh, Cause you would have killed me. Fun fact: My dad was. Don't laugh, uh, Chris. It's not allowed. I'm fine. The bones, Sorry. the bones probably fused back together by now, and probably, <laughs> probably fine. Well, that's what the doctor said. It's, it's like uh, it, it'll take about a month for the bone to like regrow, mm-hmm. and then uh, after a month, I can start easing my way back into being physically active again. And yeah, and her exact words were: "Listen to your body. If it hurts, don't do it." Gotcha. Yeah. Um. So. You know, I'm, I'm getting stronger and I can do a That's lot good. more things. I was able to ride the bus today. Yay. It was like All the jostling. Yeah, was okay. I, I rode the bus like the day after it happened. And I, you know, like you get jostled around a lot mm-hmm. on the bus. And it's like you don't really notice it until like you have Something broken hurts. ribs. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> you're They're like, moving. The <laughs> my ribs are moving. <laughs> my... It's amazing how many things move your ribs. <laughs> My dad was a paratrooper in the army, so he'd like rappel and oh. jump out of planes and stuff. And so he was rappelling out of a helicopter, and when he rappelled out, he hit the the runners mm. with his chest, like swung and whacked right into oh. it, and then you know oh. kept going. And for years, he'd been telling my mom that like his chest kind of feels weird and his back hurts. And my mom was like, "Go to the doctor." My dad's like, "Nah, I'll just take Motrin and ice it." Literally, direct quote from my father. <laughs> Take Motrin, ice it. For like 20 fucking years, my dad told my my mom, like, my back hurts, my rib hurt, go to the doctor. 
nah, I'm fine. He finally goes to the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, you fucking, like, pushed a disc <gasps> in your spine, and you have Ooh. several fractures. You've, like, obviously fractured your ribs before. What the fuck did you do? And my dad was like, oh, I repelled out of a helicopter, hit the runner. And the doctor was like, how on God's green earth did you not <laughs> think that you fucking fractured something? And my dad's like... I don't know. <laughs> so for my dad, for like oh. 20 years, lived with having smashed his oh. his chest stuff. And uh, oh. yeah. That sounds so, awful. Yeah. Oh, also, power of Motrin. Power of Motrin. <laughs> also, turns out Sorry. it'll give you stomach issues, so don't take it. Yeah. yeah. Do not. That is a chronic thing. Another side I, story. I was running with Momo with his little cat toy with socks on hardwood floor oh, and no. I took out of the bedroom and was like yes I'm gonna run and I'm gonna stop real fast I'm gonna beat this and I'm gonna cat. turn around I'm gonna beat this cat and I'm gonna turn around and I'm gonna make Momo slide the universe was like you're a no and then I tried to stop fast and just went push like full just cartoon level on my ass and back and oh. Momo Stopped on a dime oh, right next no. to me. And he has fuzzy beans. Yeah. So, like, he shouldn't have been able to stop. Oh, and that dumbass just was like, whoop, while I'm on my back on the ground, being like, uh. God. <laughs> he also weighs like, what, 10 pounds? Or less? I love that you think Momo weighs 10 pounds. I have no idea. He weighs 20. <laughs> wow. He's, he's bigger than a French bulldog. Like, yeah. he wow. is a huge cat. <laughs> like alone, he's just massive, but then he's also fat. Yeah, he's just yeah. A, he's a big cat in general. Uh-huh. Long okay. hair. Well, I'm off base. Yeah, he's like a long haired tabby thing. I've seen pictures, but there's very little in my brain that has ever like put it in perspective. There, yeah, there's no like, spoon. Cute cat. Yeah, yeah. the cat. And the cat. And Yuffie doesn't help at all because Yuffie's like a three pound like perma kitten. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just like I just no idea. Yeah. But anyway, those are my side stories. And I have like a 75 pound dog and an 80 pound dog. So it's like, I just see pictures of cats and I go, they're small. (laughs) Oh, cats are small. (laughs) Cats are small. Oh, it's so small. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess like in other news, uh, last week I Skyped into Dr. Sarah Rowe's classroom Ooh. with Sarah Chesney and Michelle Coons uh, to talk about careers in archaeology. Oh, cool. fun. And it was really cool. Um, was that a college, high school, or elementary school classroom? College. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, I, I can't re- – she, she mentioned what the class was at the beginning of the call, but we were having some um, audio issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but – uh, it was, I think it was a senior level archeology span class. Cause Sweet. it seemed like a lot of the students in there were, uh, intending on pursuing careers in archeology. span Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. So it was a lot of fun and there were a lot of really good questions asked about kind of like, what are the ups and downs of, um, you know, they, they asked me specifically like, uh, of CRM, like what are the ups and downs of like yeah. mm-hmm. kind of first starting off in CRM. Um, and so I try not to be too doom and gloom about it. You know, it's like <laughs> you've got to, you've got to weather like the basically like in a nutshell, like you got to weather the gaps yeah. between projects um, and the pay is not always great. And sometimes the learn field... to budget well. Yep. <laughs> Figure out what a budget is and do it. Yeah. Um, Serious. Other news. The Northwestern Anthropological Conference has been canceled. Um, yep. due to safety concerns um, around the coronavirus yes. of all things. So just a side thing, um, it's just a weird personal pet 
COVID-19, because coronavirus is just a general, a general cold. Yes. yes. Just, I don't want to freak people. It's not pe- the yeah. coronavirus, because there are lots it's of yeah. coronavirus. I've COVID-19. Just, I've okay. been doing COVID- a lot of, like, yes. panic research <laughs> to keep myself from panicking. panicking. And a lot of, I was seeing a lot of, like, doctors doing, yeah. they're like, using the term COVID-19 can okay. be helpful yeah. because coronavirus is just cold. Yeah. Like yeah. SARS is a coronavirus, MERS, MERS was a coronavirus. coronavirus. Yep. And so d- not wanting to like just general, like if you hear someone like, oh, they got corona, and it, but they're it's not COVID-19, it's not the same thing. So just gotcha. to, sorry to be like a nitpicky. No, 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 no. That's, that's important. Great to... It's a good clarification. And so we've... <clears throat> This is not medical advice. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> so my partner's a nurse, and we've been kind of watching the worldwide statistics that have been around. And we'll see how things develop, because it's only been around about two months. And it's really interesting to see the stuff pop up on social media of like, oh, it's, you know, either the, it's just like a flu or we're all going to die. It's, there's very little actual in yeah. between. That's all me. I was like, I'm not here. No, it's um, all good. <laughs> so the, it's just the flu is one, it's not the flu because it's not related to the flu because mm-hmm. it's not influenza. It is coronavirus, which is more related to the common cold, which is why it's scary for people. Huh. Um, the symptoms, of course, are coughing, shortness of breath, and fever. Not just a runny nose, like not some of the things that are associated with seasonal allergies, because this is popping up at the perfect like time of the year. It's flu season. It's allergy season. (laughs) How many false positives are you going to get? Exactly. So there's there's a lot of false positives, a lot of paranoia, people going out and buying all of the hand sanitizer, but not thinking of things. And toilet paper. Right. That was Nate was like, oh, it's a respiratory illness, folks. For some reason, I had a hard time finding toilet paper. And dishes were fine. The water's not going to stop running. You do not need to hoard all the water. No. Yeah. Water bottles. Right. It's n- The plumbing will work. Yes. <laughs> well, people are prepared are for earthquakes now. Right? <laughs> yeah, at least you're prepared for earthquakes. We're, yeah. we're ready for the big one, you guys. Like, if, yeah. if this is what gets you ready, then we should just keep saying a big virus is coming. gets you to wash your hands <laughs> yes. and prepare for earthquakes. I'll keep saying it. <laughs> oh, shit. Everyone's COVID-19. got a first aid kit. Bread yeah. and milk. All right. <laughs> I'm like... Go into any public bathroom, please, for God's sake, wash your hands right. for the 20 seconds. And so that's another thing is all the schools are reiterating the happy birthday twice yep. or the ABCs. Or I've seen various versions of what was one of them that Lizzo, Lizzo yep. someone else put up um, a monologue from Dune. Okay. Yes, I say? don't know that. Dune. <laughs> Dune. That's all I got. Sand monster. Did you guys ever work for Willamette? No. no. Oh, okay, never mind. I mean, we know <laughs> people who work for. <laughs> Sorry. Danny right. is a Dune. Reads it annually. Ah, mega fan. So. All right, Danny, the we're gonna have you on later. If you can recite Dune. this this you know monologue while you're washing your hands, and Dune is a very good sci-fi for archaeologists. Yeah, it, it's a great book. The spice must flow. Yes. Uh, I must not fear. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will face my fear. I will permit it to pass over me and through me. And when it has gone past, I will turn the inner eye to see its path. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. Look at that. Your hands are clean now. Boom. Ta-da. I'm not done yet. 
<laughs> now you gotta dry him. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, we're Sorry. great advice right now. We're also adults. Yes. yes. All, what? All, you wouldn't all be able to tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. Fun times. And whack is canceled. Um, mm-hmm. I'm bummed, but I, I think it, it was the right call. Um, you know, to protect you know potentially vulnerable members of the archaeological community. But it's something to watch out for for anybody else. Like we're. We're in one of the affected states. Yeah, um, you know, true. Oregon, Washington, California. I think Texas and New York now have a high number of cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I, I think cases will pop up in other states. But um, you know, like, don't panic. Just like, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Limit your exposure to um, elderly people and people with uh, compromised immune systems. Because those are the people that are going down. It's not necessarily, I'm going to die as a 36-year-old prime of, you know, regular life, you know, healthy adult. It is the people with weakened immune systems. In Washington State alone, there were, what, five or six deaths that occurred kind of nursing home yeah they were all in the same nursing home if you're in a nursing home you're already not in good health yes you're not in good health generally fairly elderly and this is my personal opinion of nursing homes is that sometimes sanitation isn't taken as far as it should as it would should be um and then it just it's not going to be a 50% death rate to anyone who catches it. And I think that's what people kind of get. But worldwide, the statistic is 2% or lower. Yeah. So it's not, I mean, it's good to take care, just like during the flu, everyone should get their flu shot, not just people who are susceptible in order to help prevent spreading. Yeah. Because people who are vulnerable can still get it. It's the whole idea of the herd mentality not mentality herd immunity herd immunity which is why we get into like the uh, measles tidbit oh my god and people get all well everyone else is getting immunized why do i need to well you're one of many others (laughs) right (laughs) 30 percent of people decide that they don't need to because everyone else is and then that whole argument dies because you get outbreaks um so the idea is, is everyone kind of does their part but because this is a new zoonotic being animal born um, disease, which is common. Mm-hmm. Most Western diseases are zoonotic, which is why when, you know, history lesson, why when Western civilizations decided to go out and conquer everyone, they all died was because of the spread of the zoonotic diseases because we lived with animal shit for hundreds of years if not thousands and was kind of unique in that factor so we yeah. developed immunities to a lot of these weird diseases that didn't pop up where people were cleaner <laughs> yeah and lay it down uh like as a good perspective and i'm not entirely sure on the percentage but sars mm-hmm. killed had an 80 percent death yeah. rate like if you got sars it you were very likely to die from it however this one just got increased to three around three percent yeah of like seven thousand plus cases worldwide mm-hmm. yeah. so it's really low but to get better perspective on it not from 
you know, people who know what they're talking about, not archaeologists, because although we're all like very well read and we keep up with stuff, we don't have the expertise. The Daily. We are not from, the CDC. Yeah. The Daily <laughs> yeah. from New, the New York Times has an excellent informative podcast mm-hmm. um, about the coronavirus, COVID-19, and it compares the the death rate and what that actually looks like. Yeah. Um, if you're a little skittish, it does have a little bit of a scare tactic to it. But I personally, for me, I thought it was very informative as a person with pretty intense anxiety. I was able to yeah. get through it. Um, the Daily has a great podcast about how to prepare and what to do. Basically, it's just repeating what the CDC says. Um, also, this podcast will kill you has a great um, uh, I was like, this episode. One, it's oh my gosh! <laughs> if you haven't re- listened we, we to will? The, this yeah. podcast, will kill you. It's all about diseases and exactly what goes on with them, and then the historical like oh, cool. how we talk about it in history when it oh, first appears. Fantastic. It's incredible. It's from Exactly Right Network, nice. um, but they've got a great podcast talking about what is a coronavirus and all that kind of stuff. So those are podcasts to go listen to to arm yourself with knowledge beyond mm-hmm. just listening to the CDC and yeah. not panicking. And yeah. also speaking of the panic, I've seen a lot of um, xenophobic. And racist mm, yeah. rhetoric, yeah, kind of going ahead of it and sp- and spreading along there. And um, there's there's a medical anthropologist named Amanda Yee who was on the Red Nation podcast with uh, Red Nation podcast host is uh, an indigenous scholar named Nick Estes, and so they break down, um, you know, a a, a good bit of, about COVID nineteen, but but they focus on um, the 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 racism aspect of it mm-hmm. and so you know in a nutshell like um being scared of, of a disease is not an excuse to be racist toward asian people no yes. yeah well and especially since it's not in any way shape or form related to ancestry exactly it, <laughs> like... it, be, it began in china thus the people who have lived here for generations or even have migrated here in the last few years or Eight months. Yeah. Do not have it. Yeah. Um, my daughter goes to a Chinese immersion uh, high school. And so they have a lot of Chinese students um, and just Asian students as the Northwest or the West Coast typically has a lot higher uh, percentage of uh, Asian immigrants than the rest of the country. And many of her friends have had already just in the first uh like last month uh, she was telling me how some of her friends like they talked about the virus in school but some of her friends were talking about um how like her, her friend's mom or whatever were in target or uh some store and like people would cover their faces walking by them and just something subtle like that it hurts yeah people and especially children like yeah. that's not it's not okay First off, that's not going to help. Yeah. <laughs> Wash your damn hands. <laughs> and it's, I mean, unless there anyone who might potentially have it sneezes at you in a six foot radius, it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. Touching things. I and mean, it's like the general cold and people forget that like the regular cold is so contagious. Yeah. Um, and can be deadly because the whole thing is catching pneumonia. Like any of these secondary infections, coronaviruses yeah. are generally secondary, even with MERS and SARS. You have a, a fast onset of pneumonia and other issues that come with the common cold. So 
treat it like the cold, except more cautiously like the flu, and things will generally be fine. Yeah. Um, don't don't be ignorant or a dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't don't be stupid. Don't use don't use shit to be cruel or racist as we've used diseases and health yeah. throughout history yeah. to mm-hmm. segregate and separate. Don't be stupid. You've got enough resources to be able to look something up to not be a, a shitbag. Yep. So don't be a shitbag. But also know your sources. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just ooh, covered all the grounds. Yeah. yeah. Boom. Nice job, Gotta. Yeah. <laughs> Go dig a hole. <laughs> Honorary doctorate in medicine. <laughs> on, on, on the other hand, I, I just dug four holes. <laughs> <laughs> you just dug four holes? What? I did. Between yesterday and today, today oh, okay. was one hole. I, was like, Wait, I just right literally, <laughs> you missed well, it. It's over just there. Just before, just before I came here, I dug a hole, and then filled it back in. Nice cap. Um, <laughs> it's too rainy for a good cap. I'm sorry it's to say, everything just sinks. Yep. So, um, recently we've been having spring weather and there was some high winds last week or the week before something like that and one of the panels out of our fence in my backyard blew over and into the neighbor's backyard and so we picked it up and moved it and to yesterday we ripped out that entire side of the yard and we we're replacing all of the posts come to find out as we were digging them out i was telling chris this earlier <laughs> The pre- people who put in the fence spent a fair amount of money on the fence, we we figured out. However, they decided it might be a good idea to put concrete in the base of the holes. Yes. Uh-huh. Don't ever do that. It's a thing, though. It's you a know bad, why? bad, bad idea. I hope my stepdad Especially in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> Here's what happens when you put concrete around a wooden post. Is that wooden post gets wet. The concrete does not. The water goes into that little hole that is is filled with wood, and it stays there, and it rots the wood. Mm -hmm. So what you want to do is you want to drain water away from your post. So if you're (laughs) – this is an amateur uh, (laughs) DIY fence building tip. (laughs) Sink it in stone. (laughs) Or sand. Or both. Yeah, or both. Gravel and sand, and (laughs) you're good. Or hell, even just put it in the clay that you're sinking everything else (laughs) into. The clay will absorb all water to start. And, I mean, it's just poor form. I had to, well, I didn't personally. I had to have Nate pull out all of those concrete chunks. And then he took a mall, four-pound mall to him, or eight-pound, it was an eight-pound mall, and shattered the shit everywhere in order to make it carryable because they were hefty yeah but of course my digging skills was handy in getting the damn things loose yep i would like to point out there have been uh so many great light euphemisms during this (laughs) that uh i really can't get over (laughs) my bad we had the you need to drain your post (laughs) (laughs) really great and then uh the lovely miss tipped it over here we had Chris out when you found out that it hadn't worked you went fuck and then Tipton goes we've uh, had a fuck <laughs> with no other content <laughs> just saying it's been, it's been I don't see anything wrong with it because <laughs> it was so true but then I thought it was like no, we didn't. Yeah, you gave me the voice, like, you gave me a no shake. No. I was like, what? <laughs> we did not there have a fuck. fuck. No, no fucks. No fucks happened. Uh, 
See, this is what I'm talking about. This is why I couldn't come in and record with you with broken ribs. <laughs> I feel fine. This is fine. Uh, I'm fine. Yeah. So, um, Colin, guests are a thing again. So get in touch with us. Um, preferably through the Facebook. Um, the Book of Faces. Yeah. Twitter and Instagram are also okay. Um, yeah. yeah. I've been trying to do Twitter more again. I'm still not very good at it. Instagram more so. Yeah. I think that's more forgiving. Twitter's hard. Twitter's just it. a lot to keep mm-hmm. up with. Exactly. And I deleted, to be honest, I, I deleted Twitter and Facebook apps from my phone for a while mm-hmm. just because um, it's election season and... <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that bullshit in my life yeah. right now. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It, it's Imagine like everybody suddenly has a political science degree and also like a degree in epidemiology <laughs> and, and I'm just like, I, I don't have no. time for this. <laughs> Exactly. I'm like, can I shut off these types of notifications? Anything with this hashtag? Oh, that's what we should be able to do a negative hashtag. I want nothing to show up with this hashtag. Oh, yeah. That should be a thing. Mm. Rather than follow. Yeah. We should. Exactly. You can mute things on on Twitter, but I don't think you can on Facebook. You can mute people. Yeah. 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 You can like unfollow, Mm -hmm. which still, for some reason, still people pop up and you're like, what? Can you mute hashtags on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't mm-hmm. learned that. I need to. I don't do that. the tweets. <laughs> I've never done the tweets. I'm never. I'm not clever enough. Twitter is not much Twitter. of a West Coast thing. I learned. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's much more. It's extremely popular East Coast, and I know this only because women in archaeology does UK across the US. Like all, most people are East Coast mm-hmm. that follow and respond and. Yeah. Um, Very few people from out here. I think it's basically you and me, Chris. Sarah Gonzalez is on. Yeah. Holding down. uh, But she's, is Sarah originally from out here? I have no idea. I I don't know her personally. I just know her through Twitter. Yeah, I've met her, but I I know she's at UW. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of, she originally came from California. Like a lot of her original like phd stuff was in the bay area oh that that might make sense then twitter's probably more of a bay area thing but like i feel like washington oregon is less of a no so should we get into tiktok no (laughs) no if i'm asking that question the answer is no No. we are too old for tiktok we are all too old i will not know how to use it we will try it and then we'll be like hey but we could do mini videos with the green screen and in public advocacy of archaeology. Yeah. I think it sounds like a good idea. I don't know how to do it. Maybe we can recruit my teenager into to that. So yes. should we do at least one, a one TikTok. or two, in, a TikTok? A, a TikTok? I have a to download TikTok. it and figure it out. Yeah. I don't, I don't have it. <laughs> I tried any, any... chirp out for a little bit. What is it? Chirp is, is like just another... It's, <laughs> I don't, it's like Katie, a. Katie's getting overwhelmed over here in the corner. Chirp sucks. I hate it. It's super dumb. <laughs> it, it's like a ten or fifteen second long audio clip, and that's all you get, and that's it. Like like a chirp. No text. Not just, as long as a tweet. Not yeah, not as long as a tweet, and it, it's basically just to go like, "Hey, what's up, guys?" <laughs> and then you're done. <laughs> it's just useless like it's it's like more useless than when twitter was 140 characters it's like what can you do it's not even a bumper sticker length it's like yeah you can't even get in something clever huh that's interesting so any like yeah i was gonna try and do like an update on conferences but i i think it's like to be determined because we've got this 
COVID-19 thing going on. Yeah, keep an eye out. I know a lot of the conferences are having background conversations about it itself. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I have a feeling SAA won't be canceled for a couple of reasons. One, it's too far in... I mean, people put their reservations in in September. Yeah. Um, secondly, with everything that went... So, SAA has a lot of stuff they're fighting <laughs> right now. Right, yeah. Between the reaction from... I Anyone can look up the hashtag SAA2019 and get an idea of what I'm referencing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but also, the fact that they reserved Austin after... And I'll have to reread the email. They did not cancel Austin after the bathroom uh, bill was passed because there was a bathroom pill, bathroom bill that was enacted in Texas that still stands. Mm. So any trans members are going to have potentially have issues with some of the public localities in the city. SA itself is, of course very active in making sure that the venue that we have takes care of our people yeah. in that way. But, and they did put out something about this um, shortly after people started like railing on this point before 2019 happened, um, is that they should have rescheduled or uh, found a different venue, found a different location in another state. Yeah. Um, which is something that other associations had done. So those are two points that a lot of people decided to not register for Austin. I'm really curious to see what the turnout's going to be. Um, I know I will be there because I have, I'm a, I hold a leadership role with the fiber perishables interest group. Yeah. So, um, and I will be there. I don't leave till Monday. So I'll be there for Lewis's event. I'm pretty excited about, um, but yeah, it'll be really interesting. I don't see them canceling just to how much resource has gone into it. Yeah. And I also don't see the board being panic driven. And I could be totally off base on that, but <laughs> how they handled 2019, I could <laughs> see shit. them being like, eh, you know, well, whatever. People will, will or won't show up. Um, yeah. It's also a money issue. Like I know yeah. NWAC had to consider, uh, I'm, a, I'm the secretary for NWAA. And I was on the call this morning about mm. debating about it. And it's it was a money issue, you know, giving enough time mm. to cancel it because it's also up to the university. Yeah. They didn't know the cases. And a lot of people are flying into Seattle yeah, and driving over. So there was a lot of factors going on. It was like, we need to give time to the members and let them yeah. and get their money back. Also. Because yeah. Washington is such a hot spot mm-hmm. yeah. of everything that's going on it's like if not the highest rate in the country it's pretty close um so it wouldn't it doesn't surprise me necessarily i wasn't planning on going so i was like well i'm glad i didn't put anything (laughs) into the hotel rooms that there but it does kind of suck for people who have like you know no cancel or you know negotiable non-negotiable um purchase agreements or tickets um most people don't fly into NWAC, so that's nice. However, that would be a different case with the SAA, and that yeah. might be another thing. People have non-refundable, non-refundable plane tickets. Um, NWAC, most people are going to be driving because it's regional. Um, but, yeah, it's 
Washington's a whole other can of wax than even this couple of cases we've had here in the Portland area. It's like, meh. You also have companies <laughs> declaring that, out. like, yeah. pulling out, but they also are declaring to their their employees, like, do not go to yeah. areas in which you have a high concentration of people. And at least for, you know, where Tipton and I work, they've requested being able to see your travel. Like, yeah. if it's international to someplace, you know, intense. So, granted, Austin, Texas isn't, but, you know, I can see a level of being like sooner rather than later. Where are you flying into in the States? Yeah. Where are you coming from? We want to see that. So, I think. I, I yeah I think and the essays is so big and you've got such a wide group of people who even if they're themselves not immunocompromised everybody knows someone who's immunocompromised so right. just being in those large gatherings like whether it's like panic driven or not like the large the large gatherings can be yeah can be hairy and mm-hmm. yeah so Sorry. my bad on Hello. the squeaky door but yeah. So yeah, well, I guess let's wrap this one up. Um, go support Go Dig a Hole on Patreon if you don't already. Um, you can go like Go Dig a Hole on Facebook if you likes, don't please. already. Uh, you can check out the Pueblo and Rebels of the Southwest Field School on IFR uh, and the nonprofit. Did he mention where that could be? Their found? website's still. It's being not live yet, on, yeah. um, but Lewis Bork has a nonprofit called the History Underground, mm-hmm. and its goal is to amplify marginalized voices and offer scholarships for archaeology field schools, and eliminate barriers to entry for archaeology. Um, so we hope to re-record that uh, with yes. Dr. Lewis Bork as soon as possible. Um, because the the deadline for his field school is coming up soon but it's a really cool project so uh in the meantime look it up uh, we'll get this episode out as fast as we can yep sounds yeah. great yeah cool.